Miss Honey. Okay. I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post my new set. It's called Trash. <laughs> circuit parties in the middle of the pandemic are trash. trash. Who listened to it? The teddy bear? Trash. 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 <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome back to the Hardcore Honest Tea Podcast. Uh-oh, I'm going to burp right at the beginning. Ooh, ooh boy. What an opening minute. Ladies and gentlemen, my name, ladies, gentlemen, and those of you who are non-binary royalty, my name is Logan Slaughter, also known as Logan Hardcore when I'm up in drags. And you are listening to the Hardcore Honesty Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all things honest, all things unfiltered, and all things that just, you know, we say whatever the fuck we gotta say and we do it in one take. There's no edits. My guests, if I have them, don't have the option to take anything out. Sue me. Um, welcome back. It's another week. I don't know where my voice is. It's clearly gone. <clears throat> um, girls, I really thought about putting this off until Wednesday. Um, the, I mean, I think we all know what it's time to talk about. I said what I said. It is the Tamisha Aman is coming for you versus Monet Exchange. Um, Instagram feud. Oh my god, girls. Like, this needs to be Ryan Murphy's next feud series. I am so invested. I'm so in for it. Um, like, because I feel I understand. Um, like, I am someone that talks about people... Like, I talked about Tina, and Tina then put shit on about me on her page and whatnot. But, like, th- this is good. This makes me now want to say, um, if you can't handle it, don't go on a television show. Because you know what's coming. Um, you know, I... I don't know what more I can say about it. It's, you know what you're signing up for. There's going to be criticism. And especially if you can't take criticism from girls who have done the job you've done, um, then I don't know what... I don't know. I'm, I know that everyone else was a fan of Tamisha. I thought that she had her moments. I thought she was going to be a fan favorite. There were moments of her I liked, but after the show aired, I've seen more of her on Instagram and seen... Um, sides of her that I just don't like. I don't think she's likable. I don't think that WoW is going to like her or continue to use her. I don't know. Um, you know, she threatens to talk about what goes on behind the scenes. She's waiting for her contract to end. Those contracts are four years, I think. I I don't know. Um, but, and then it gets me going into... Okay, here we go, because the girl... Girl, let me get the sound effects ready. Rotted. No. Okay. Oh, Gutted. That's basic. It's Good. tired. 
That was my opinion about her quote-unquote reunion look. Um, but I am going to say that I am really sick of the word legendary, iconic, and all of that getting thrown around. How dare you? I said what I said. Like, seriously, I did not ever hear of Tamisha Amon before Drag Race. I've known of Tandy Amon. I know of Ashley Amon, um, you know, but I never knew about Tamisha, and I like pageants. I have a DVD collection of pageants. Like, I I don't know. I knew of Trinity K. Bonet before this. I knew of Roxy Andrews. I knew of Trinity. I know, like, Trinity the Tuck. I've known of most of the quote-unquote pageant girls. I know of Brooke. I never knew of Tamisha. Um, but I'm not enjoying this let I'm a legend, I'm a legend, I'm a legend. I dare anyone to lip sync against me and we will just do it without ten camera angles editing it. Mama, you lost not once but twice lip syncs. So like get a grip. Um I don't know. I'm interested to see what she's going to do on Tuesday. Um, I love Monet. I love Bob. I think they have probably one of my... F I mean, easily in my top two favorite podcasts that I listen to. Um, easily my number one favorite drag podcast that I listen to, uh, but top two overall. I think that Bob and Monet have such great chemistry, and I love the way that they do their reviews. They just... For me, it's just very honest and open, and they say what they want to say. And as we all know, I say what I say. I love an opinion. That's my opinion. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to see where this goes. Um, she did another 45 minute live, which I have not had the energy to even delve into because I think she's a fucking nightmare. Um, I do want to talk about Janet Mock. Admitting to infidelity and blast the industry in fiery post premiere speech. Okay, so I mean, I, she screamed "fuck Hollywood." She revealed she slept with people in the crew. She asked her boyfriend Angel, who plays Lil Poppy, not to leave her over that infidelity. Um. Okay, she said out loud. Um, why am I making $40,000 an episode, huh? I'm angry, she said, demanding more money and perks equal to other TV executives. Um, I, she is an executive on the show. Um, and $40,000 is what a Real Housewife starts making, I believe, right around that, 40 an episode. Um... The room at the Jazz at Lincoln Center fell completely silent as Ch Janet Mock shouted, Fuck Hollywood. Does this make you uncomfortable? It should. It should make you fucking shake in your motherfucking boots. This is speaking truth. This is what Pose is. Mock next complained about the quality of material from young writers... Wait, from male... The quality of material from male writers on the show's first two episodes then addressed Ryan Murphy saying that you brought girls in to help you. Who brought the girls in, she asked him. I did, Murphy replies. I wanted the girls to be there. But the speech took an even more personal turn when Mock demanded that boyfriend Angel stand up right now. He stood up and Mock said to the crowd, let me tell you something about love. Today, I was going to let 
Angel, go. I was gonna let you go, right? But what did I do? I fucked someone on the crew, right? At that revelation, one of the show's guest stars could be heard gasping and ask, what the hell is happening? Angel, Angel, I'm not losing you. You hear me? You are fucking important to me, Mock continued. I don't want to live in a house alone. I want you, you motherfucker, right there. That's who I want. I'm getting what's mine. Mock then apologized to composer R. Lady J, a producer and writer on Pose, and said she tried to diminish her to make myself bigger. I fucked up, y'all. I forgot who the fuck I was. They want me to come up here and pretend. I don't need Hollywood, honey. You know why? Because I'm fucking free. Mock provided some inspirational words for cast members, including Dominique Jackson, India Moore, and the show's lead, MJ Rodriguez, before turning our attention back to the industry at large. It's a show, but it means so much to everyone to ensure that we enable a black and brown trans woman to make it because that sounds good, she said sarcastically. It makes you comfortable to talk like that because then I don't scare you into facing the fucking truth. You have all stomped on us. An insider who has worked with Mock told Page Six that she seemed emotionally unhinged and suggested her revelation about her relationship may have been the cause. She seemed almost immediately remorseful at what she aired publicly. A visibly shaken Mock admitted that she was afraid the forthright speech might have ruined her career, though some in the room had her back, such as Jackson, who shouted for the audience, thank you for speaking for me. Mock was scheduled to promote the show on Good Morning America, but the producers, but the insiders told us it was canceled after her speech. Okay, now, there's a lot to unpack here. That's from page six. Um, okay, so I'm going to just start with, um, if there's a producer that is a white male, a white male man, um, cis male, white man making any more money than $40,000 as, ex- as an executive producer on that show. She has every right to be upset. She is a black trans woman, woman and you are telling her story on this show. She is the closest thing t- to the show that you guys have. Um, and I think if she's being paid a cent less than any man... White man, white gay man, it, it, it's, she has every right to be upset. Um, I don't think it's great to bring other people into things, um, especially like this. Uh, I will say, when I did World Pride, I did an event for uh, Entertainment Weekly at Stonewall. And, you know, the red carpet was a mix of high and low celebrities and... Um, Housewives, that's where I met Sonia and her daughter. We had such a great time. Um, And Janet was on the carpet. And I was so excited because Pose was at its height. Like, this was, Pose was a buzz girl. And I was like, oh my god, I'm going to get to meet Janet Mock. Like, this is, she's such an inspiration. I just want to thank her for telling trans women's story. Um, She did the carpet. She came inside of Stonewall. She yelled at whoever she was with. I believe it was her publicist. It was someone. She yelled at someone, and she immediately turned around and got went and got in the car. She didn't stay for the event. She didn't talk to anyone. Um, and that was my introduction to Janet Mock in person, and I did not like it. Um, this does sound like some sort of a psychotic snap or a breakdown. Um, to bring in your personal life and talk about all of that, like, that's just messy. Um... I don't know. That's a lot, Mama. That's a lot. Um, I feel 
st- weird about it. I feel weird about talking about it. Um, you know, I believe I'm going to have Jiggly on. You know what? Let me text. Oh, she doesn't have an iPhone. So I can't use my computer. I'll text Jiggly and confirm. But I want to have Jiggly on to kind of talk about her experience on the Pose set. Her, um, her experience on her season of Drag Race with Willem and all of that. And I just think it would, she would be a great person to have on the show. Um, so that's just kind of wild. And I'm, I Pose premieres tonight. It's premiering as, I believe, right as I'm recording this. Sorry, I have to plug my computer in before it dies. But Janet Mock literally basically said, I said what I said. That's my opinion! And everyone else in the cast was like, Don't shut your you. fucking mouth. I've had enough of you, you beast. You want to bring up my stuff? <laughs> it's wild. Um, so Drag Race Down Under has premiered. I have not had the chance to watch it. I'm going to watch it tomorrow, so that'll go. I'll probably be doing, like, my reviews on Patreon. If you guys are not part of the Patreon family, go over to Patreon and search Hardcore Honest Tea. There's two levels. There's the $5 level where, you were, where you'll get, like, a 20, 15 to 30-minute episode every Friday or Saturday. It's usually Saturday. Um, and then if you do the $20 episode, you get all of those, and then you get a a bonus full episode at the end of the month um, where I kind of swoop back, talk about every episode, talk about the guests, talk about what I was really thinking and feeling in those interviews. Um, I've dropped some very elusive, exclusive tea about some stuff on the this month's $20 tier. So feel free to sign up if you would like to. We have a lot of fun over there. I do just ask that what you hear on Patreon stays on Patreon. Like, that's kind of the community that I've built with this. Um, and I think that it's great that I have a solid little group over there. And it is a little group. It's 30 people. Um, I think it's pretty split between the two tiers. Um, and I enjoy being able to I feel like there's a safe space and it's a trusted space where I can kind of tell some insider tea to things that I know about. Um, and it's not going to leak and make me and my sources look like shit and then we'll never know anything again. So I just returned from Fire Island um, today. I got back this morning. Um, I had not been out in a year and a half. I didn't go last season at all. We didn't rent this season because we didn't know where we were, what was going to be going on. Um... And I just have to say what a different experience it was being sober. Um, and it was really my first time being put to the test of my sobriety. You know, I didn't ask any of my friends to stop what they were doing. We stayed with our friends to celebrate one of their birthdays. You know, and I I know what Fire Island is. It's a lot of drinking, and that's what went on. And the host, um, I just want to shout out Walter and Roger. Thank you. You both um, went above and beyond to make me feel accepted and like you had taken my sobriety into account and I just had such an amazing time and to be there and to see the island in a different light that I've never seen it in um it was really I it, it was a beautiful experience for me and it kind of brought me some closure to a lot of things and it kind of started a new chapter for me in some ways I did go to AA out there. I got to um, then Saturday night go to Cherries on the Bay, which I have to say, it lived up to every expectation I had about how they're doing with COVID ruling. It was run so phenomenally. Thank you, Jackie Piazza and your entire staff for just um, ensuring safety and that rules were followed at all times. I really felt 
safe. And we all know that that's something, even though I'm vaxxed, um, double vaxxed, I wear a mask, I try to maintain social distancing, like, I'm, I'm still gonna just do me. Um, so it was great to feel safe out there, but I got to see, um, Entertainer of the Year, Boudoir Lafleur, Boudoir, okay, here we go, Boudoir Lafleur, um, Kimmy Moore, who won Best Breakthrough Artist, they are best duo, and then Nick Gaga, who is, like, the number one Gaga impersonator that I've ever seen, and I just have to say, what a fucking show, it was 28 or 29 degrees last night, um, if you've been to Cherries, they have, um, wind flaps, but they had to be open because they tried to sit as many people as they could, so the, all the picnic tables outside were filled, so we were sitting there shivering, Jackie provided those of us that were at the birthday party, you know, the VIPs, we got, um, blankets, she provided us with some blankets, but I just want to say, seeing these girls working so hard, um, it really kind of was inspiring, and it gave me a little kick in my ass before I go back to work, and I'm very grateful for that, because I want to make sure that I'm returning at the best of my ability, and that really did it, so I want to say, Kimmy, Kimmy, um, Boudoir, and Nick, what an incredible show, and... Thank you very much. I also want to shout out Chola Spears, who is in the audience. Um, Chola Spears, woo -boo 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 -boo, came over and said that she is a fan and friend of the pod. So thank you, doll. Here we are. We are here. We are queer. We are listening to the podcast. And, um... You know, I love seeing new drag on the island. I love seeing girls out supporting. I love seeing the island evolve and change. Um, you know, I was instrumental in change on that island. Um, I was the first big shakeup that they'd had in a while uh, at the palace. And I really shook the shit out of it. And I say that with confidence. It's not doesn't need to be on Patreon. Jackie actually said last year during my Dining with the Divas, she said that I changed the entertainment aspect of Fire Island forever. Um, a new level was made and that girls had to... She said, my girls have to reach that bar. And I have to say, I don't think all of her girls reach that bar. Um, and we will see who makes it to 4th of July. I said what I said. Uh, girl, you got a triple header there. Um, but it was just a really beautiful experience. I was so happy to be there. Um, if you are going to be out on the island, or if you're, like, local and looking for to see me out there, I have no dates at the Ice Palace this summer that I'm aware of, and, you know, that's okay. I am going to be at Cherries on the Bay Sunday, April 8th with Sable Cities. We're doing a brunch at 1 p.m. I will also be there the weekend before. It is Saturday, I believe. Yeah. Saturday the... Sorry, you guys. I'm literally like... Saturday the 31st. There's a tribute to Johnny Poole, who has um, been a bartender out there for so long. Um, you know, he's had some health troubles and isn't working this year. So we're going to do a big send-off to him. Um, it's going to be a lot of, like, the Fire Island legend girls. Like, the old school girls. As far as I know, I'm one of the only young 
the newer school Fire Island girls performing. That'll be at Cherry's that day, and then we're all gonna go up and do an after party up at the Ice Palace because that's where Johnny Poole began on Fire Island. So it's gonna be really fun to get to just be a part of that. Um, I have to say, I haven't been in drag out there. My, you know, there was a couple of times, and I just say this for accountability. Um, I went to happy hour with my friends on Friday night, and um, you know, lovely cherries. I have to say, is Jackie's smart enough that she has a mocktail list, um, which I think is great because Cherry Grove does have such a big sober community, um, and. Uh, I had a couple of drinks and a couple of mocktails. And then I was sitting there and I said, what is my purpose in being at this bar right now? I'm tempting fate. Um, and there's no sole purpose for me. I don't have to be here. Uh, tomorrow night I'm coming for dinner. I'm coming for a show. That's very different. So um, knowing that and knowing that I could recognize that and I adjusted and I got up and I left and I went and I helped our friend set up for the dinner party we were having that evening. Um... It was just, I'm very proud of myself and I'm very happy to be aware of knowing my limits and knowing what they are and being able to connect the dots. Uh, so I feel very confident about that. Um, I'm returning to the stage uh, in nine days, uh, May 11th. I will be, yes, I'm looking at July. So May 11th, I return, I will be at Playhouse in the West Village at 8 p.m. for Honest Tea Tuesdays. There will be an Eventbrite link coming soon. It will be on all my socials. Um, it is my first night back. I do expect it to be pretty busy, so I would say if you are going to come, once the link is up, get your reservations in. Um, coming in this month, we're going to have the guys from Gay Pride Apparel. I can't wait to have them on the podcast. Uh... I've been at Monet Exchange. I'm hopefully recording with her this week, if not next. I can't wait. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. Sorry for the short episode. I just wanted to make sure I get something in. And if shit pops off with Tamisha and Monet on Tuesday, I will absolutely be taking it to Patreon. Have a great week.